MOPS is where the party is at. We love hearing speakers at our meetings and wanted to continue the conversation and dig a little deeper. So we came up with the Chapel MOPS After Party Podcast. Your hosts, Barkley and me, Summer. Welcome back, folks. Yes, we are here again and excited to chat. Well, we um, have been experiencing some severe weather. Yes, it was a wild... I had a very busy weekend. How was your weekend? Well, it was good, but I'm. Uh, we had 80 degrees on Saturday. Yeah. And it then Sunday. Insane. Insane. So Saturday, we had some track meets and some soccer games. And I was literally outside on Saturday from like 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. <laughs> so super long day. My big girls had a track meet, and then my middle schooler had one that had 19 teams at it. So it literally went to 7 p.m. at night. So really long, but it was 80 plus degrees, like Mm -hmm. straight sun, and I could just see like all the children burning out there. (laughs) You know, because especially at the middle school meet, it's not like parents are with them, telling them to sunblock, (laughs) and so they're all just burning to a crisp. (laughs) But then, not even 12 hours later, it is barely 35 degrees, snow raining, Mm -hmm. and blustery windy and so we go from this like such extreme I was like could not have had two opposite days in a weekend but that is Chicago in springtime I saw a friend of ours daughter had a wedding I was like man I bet she was thinking the Lord Almighty she picked Saturday (laughs) versus Sunday Sunday can you imagine because like it was outdoors too yeah it was outside I was like an April wedding is I mean pretty risky to begin with but man she got lucky so on Sunday, you know, because Saturday was, we had soccer tournaments, it was so warm. But Sunday, I did not prepare my daughter, my 10-year-old, to play yeah. soccer out in the snow. Like, she just had what she wore the day before. I am searching my car. You know how you, like, put things, like, just in case we get on the side of the road and we have to search yeah. through our car to find something to stay warm? Yeah. That is what I went. I, I went and found gloves I had in my car. I had a, a t-shirt. I'm like, I'm putting as much on her as I can. She's like one rainbow glove on. She's yes. like one blue glove One on. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer glove. And I was like, just wear it, honey. Just wear it. I'm like, mommy did not prepare for this. And she went out and then I gave her my rain jacket. And um, I wanted her to put it under her uniform, yeah. but she didn't. It was just, I'm it so, was crazy. Yeah, it, I'm so glad. Because we sent Blake with a rain jacket, and luckily Vince made her put it under her jacket because at least it kept, like, what was on her skin dry. Guys, those kids, it's so funny because no matter how much you sunblock, Blakely, her face burns no matter what. And so she was, like, red on Saturday, but then red on Sunday due to a totally different, like, her hands were bright red just from how cold it was. And afterwards, they, like, celebrated with donuts and pictures in the bathroom. Yes, <laughs> in the bathroom. It was, it was so way too cold, cold to be outside. <laughs> but it was funny because my husband turned to me, and he was like, you're thinking about buying one of those pods, aren't you? And I, like, those pods that help you so you're not, like, rained on in the wind. Um, and I'm like, yes, we are ordering one <laughs> immediately. I was, yeah. my legs were drenched from yes. the rain. I don't know how you stood there. I stood there with an umbrella, but my, my jeans were all wet. And then you have to drive an hour home. So Because it's like so side raining, you know? So like umbrellas <laughs> only keeping you so dry. Vince was sitting in a chair and had one over him and then behind him to block it from like hitting behind. But Summer's just standing there. I'm like, she's got to be 
And it's funny, I ordered one of those like pot things and I always felt kind of silly using mm-hmm. it. But I was finally, I was like, every year we say it. And then it just was like, you know, they're kind of expensive. And so I found one on like Marketplace. But I haven't opened it yet because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to get it back in. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and so I was like saving it for like a legit, like it's got to be. And it was worth it, guys. I opened it and I was, I mean, it got chilly by the end because it was 30 degrees out. But I was dry and I was okay for most of the game. I was like, I am very I know. happy sitting I in my I might have looked on her with jealous eyes as I'm standing out <laughs> there. And I said you could get in with me. I, yeah. I said you could sit in my lap. Yeah, I mean, the time I got in there, you're and I been, it on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pelted by rain and snow. That Anyways, was probably we made it through one of the most miserable games. I mean, yeah, I think it's one of the worst I've ever. I mean, sat track through. and soccer are pretty miserable because you play at the beginning of seasons in the spring when it's cold, and at the end of fall when it's cold. But that was that was brutal to be yeah. wet and that cold. That, that was, was awful. Anyways, on a more positive note. <laughs> Let's move on. Today, what are we talking about today? Okay, so at MOPS, we just had like, I don't know, how would you describe this? Like our our main event. This is like what we look forward to all year, right? Yeah. So in the MOPS world, it is actually called Tea and Testimony Day. But in an effort to modernize ourselves, we changed (laughs) it. (laughs) Just because when you hear Tea and Testimonies, it sounds kind of what the word is but we wanted to modernize it a bit so we switched it to i never do the order right what's the proper caffeine cupcakes and courage okay and we uh get cupcakes at each table we provide fun caffeinated drinks and um we added courage just because we ask a mom or two from our group to share their story and that takes courage so Um, we immediately had two people that we knew were perfect for that day that we asked to join us. And we have them here today. We do. So please welcome, audience. I was like, should I clap? (laughs) Mika and Nicole. Mika is on our last season. She came on to tell us kind of her birth story. Returning guest. Returning guest. And Nicole is a newbie. like, what? Hello, we everyone. love her so much. And so our first question to you is to introduce yourself and your families and tell us a little bit about you. And if you want to catch their full um, yes. stories, go on our IG account and you can listen because they were really good and there was not a dry eye. So no. they're really powerful stories. Yeah. So uh, Mika, why don't you first introduce yourself? Oh, hi, I'm Mika. I'm 30 years old. Um, I've been married for six years, and we have one baby, one human baby, who's 16 month, months old. I was like, what? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> because I'm going to say it that we have right. two <laughs> fur babies. Try, I always love to mention them. Panda and Penguin. Oh, um, so cute. I don't know what else you need to know about me. I was not yeah. born here. I was what? born and raised in the Philippines. Yeah. So yeah. you are on our map steering. What is your role? Oh, yes. I am in hospitality. Yeah. Um, where you be hospitable. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I yeah, need to describe that. Yeah, I mean, you that. help activities. <laughs> create the space, and yeah, you plan I do giveaways on stage. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You also decorate. keep our Instagram page looking adorable. Oh, thank That's you. not even really her role. No, but she just, it's not. She's just good at it. She saw this gift in you and said, could you help us? And then I said yes. She said yes, but she already <laughs> said no about next year. <laughs> I was like, and I'm not doing it. What? I will train someone oh, else. Okay, it's, it's learnable. It's okay. It's very learnable. It's, right. it's okay. And Nicole. 
Hi everyone, I'm Nicole Larson. I have been married for almost 11 years to my husband Rick Larson. We have three kids, Faith who's nine, Trinity Grace who is seven, and Malachi who is six. Um, I am part of MOPS steering as well and I do um, hospitality as well as crafts. She Jeez. is our go-to lady. If you need something done, Nicole's on it. <laughs> she is. She is. Yeah. So they both have really great stories, and we knew that in having them share them, it would be beneficial for our moms to hear just what Jesus has done in their life. So first, we just want to say thank you for being courageous mm-hmm. and getting up there and showing, or sharing it and being so vulnerable. So... Um, maybe you guys could share a little bit about like your childhood, like how you grew up, what your belief system was, um, to start with. Yeah. Well, I was raised Roman Catholic. Um, I went to Catholic private schools and I grew up with religion as a subject. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like we were quizzed and had to memorize stuff or else I would fail the subject. Um, and in the Philippines, like it's mostly, I mean, it's a Catholic country, so everyone, is kind of just like born Catholic. Yeah. So it was kind of really just a part of my life. But the, um, so like there's like, you know, the rituals, the traditions, the memorized prayers, confession was like really a thing. Um, but not once was I ever taught about a relationship with God. Wow. Yeah. I know it's crazy. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Do you guys, do you tend to like read the Bible? I always hear no. like they never even like really open and like spend time in no. the word. No. So like church wise, the only time the Bible was read was like during the homily. But I think it was just like a passage and it was just read. Okay. But again, I wasn't really a good church attendee. I would like literally daydream the whole hour. Like So you were just going because mom and dad took you and. Yes. Yeah, and then as I got like older, you know, when I cared about boys, I would go because it was like a fashion show where I could like show myself ah, to okay. my future contenders. Yeah, <laughs> contenders. <laughs> or I don't know. Like, hey, don't know. we've all been to like a youth group retreat, and oh we know gosh. why the girls are there. Okay. Seriously. <laughs> and then at some point, when I already had like my guys, it was all about food. Like, okay, I'm gonna go to church because I know we're gonna have lunch out <laughs> after. So yeah, I'm going to be exactly. like good. I get it. And in college, I was like an atheist. And um, I still went to Catholic Mass with my parents. But like, because I obviously respected them. Mm-hmm. And that's like a really big thing in the Philippines, like respect for your elders. Mm-hmm. So I went. But like my brain was really still not there. What made you be atheist? Well, be- like mm-hmm. you just didn't feel there was anything beyond. Uh, yeah. And like if I guess looking back, if. Like, I was thinking if that's what they say God is or if that's what they say a relationship with God is, it doesn't really make sense in this world. I don't, like, see it in the people. Mm -hmm. So, thus, it does not exist. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, and I didn't really, like, think much about it. I didn't, like... Like, you didn't see it changing who they were at all. Yeah. Affecting them or... Or, like, the fruit of it. Yeah. Like, the relationship, like, shown. Yeah. Mm. And then in college, was it just uh, like a secular college or is there? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I mean, like not religious. Yeah. Not, yeah, it mm-hmm. wasn't. Hmm. Awesome. Hmm. What about yeah. you, Nicole? Well, I was raised in a divorced and broken home. So um, my parents were raising 
us to be good citizens, but we weren't really technically being raised as disciples of Jesus. So we would go to church on Sundays when we didn't have sports, and um, we would um, pray before dinner and before bed, but it was like a recited prayer, just something Mm -hmm. we just knew we had to get done. There wasn't any, like, meaning behind it. There was no, like, um, actually talking to God Mm -hmm. and, like, praising him or worshiping him or asking him for anything, really. Uh, so I grew up that way, but, um, as I grew up, I, uh, started to fill this void that I had that I didn't know that even really truly existed. I I didn't realize that I had this hole. It was like God sized hole and I was filling it with friends and activities and sports and all these things, just trying to feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that all these other things were filling this hole. They weren't going to fulfill me. It wasn't eternal. It wasn't something that I could move forward with in my life and feel fulfilled. So it wasn't until college, and then I finally realized that I needed God to fill that. Mm. That made all the difference. Mm. So I'm I'm interested because I know you said uh, you went to Trinity. So like what was, how did you decide in that college? Because I know it's a Christian college. Mm -hmm. So I originally started going there because I, at first I was at home playing sports at at a um, CLC, and I got two scholarships to play at Trinity uh, for soccer and for softball. And then when I got the scholarships, I was like, okay, that's it, I'm going to go. So I talked to my pastor, and he had to write me a letter saying, you know, that I could go. And um, so you were attending a church yes. and involved mm-hmm. in a church, mm-hmm. but you just didn't feel like the connection. Yeah, it. I felt like at a young age I did accept Christ, um, but I only accept, accepted him as like my savior, kind of a get out of hell free card. It wasn't until right. college where I realized I was kind of living a double life, one foot in the church and one foot with my friends and family, you know, and mm-hmm. realizing that there was a difference in my life and mm-hmm realizing that I needed to strive for more and that I had this like brokenness in this hole and once God filled it everything changed for me Mm -hmm. awesome so what would be um the biggest turning point in your life uh in your walk with Jesus like what would be the thing that you would say turned you (laughs) towards him or a moment or an experience oh so many kinds of turning points there's like a lot but then I okay I was going to say, like, the biggest turning point was obviously the day that I found the Lord. But then I guess you can also kind of ask, like, what made me, like, find the Yeah, what made you – was there a point where something happened that made you – Yeah, there was – I don't think there was, like, one specific thing where it was, like – or, like, you know, like, oh, I got sick and then – yeah, and then, right. It was more no, like it little mustard seed things yeah, like you shared, like, like little the things. Years. And I, yeah, if you, like, listen to the testimony, too, like, it's it's just like a – collection of like me trying to find mm, I guess peace or like find that thing that we're all looking for Mm -hmm. and then I thought I like reached the points where you're supposed to find them and still didn't feel like happy I mean maybe not even happy but like joy like I felt so dead still Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I think it was that there's like this year where I was like you know what there has like there has to be something more I didn't know where to look and then I mentioned like looking into Buddhism and like I mean I guess I mean I don't want to say like oh I found it there but like it it just started to shift my mind mm-hmm. I guess into like something beyond 
myself and then i tried the buddha like thing. into a higher power sort yeah, of situation yeah mm-hmm. but i just really see how god like used that bad time mm. to be like okay did you experience that okay now you don't need this thing there's something more like mm. you need to experience this thing in like real life because mm-hmm. like you can I'm experience here. that feeling again yeah obviously just it's not Jesus. the same but it's yeah. like you know just that freedom of like oh i can be me and i can be loved mm-hmm. for me because it's not all about me it's really about somebody else yeah mm-hmm. but yeah so it was just that year there's like this year of the walking dead where i was like there's a shift in me mm-hmm. that wanted more mm-hmm. than what i thought was gonna bring me joy yeah. in the world and then yeah. i found the lord and obviously that shifted everything awesome mm. was there yeah. a moment like that for you nicole where you felt like I did. In college, it was just like you said, mustard seeds. But as I got older and uh, when my mom passed away, that was a really hard time for me. And I really had to lean on God. Mm -hmm. I had to just surrender to him because I knew I couldn't do it on my own. I needed his strength. I was struggling. It was not an easy time for me. And as I became a parent now, I still realize that there's turning points constantly. I am constantly still needing to re-surrender my life to him. Mm-hmm. I need to yeah. constantly mm-hmm. put him back on the throne yeah. because mm-hmm. I put my kids up there all the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like my kids, they take up everything for me. Like mm-hmm. they, I love them so much and mm-hmm. I, they, they become like idols to me almost. And so I have constantly am reminded I need to put Jesus back up there. And with the loss of my mom, it made me feel that I need that time with my kids. I need to put them first. I need all this because I didn't want to lose that with them. I didn't want them to go through what I went through. So I'm constantly reminding myself that I need to put Jesus back there. And then when I do, everything else flows so easily Mm -hmm. afterwards. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just so much more peaceful. And I'm not trying to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now you've you've accepted Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior. How would you say that changed you? What's Did you just go on living life the same <laughs> Sorry, way? Or? There's just so many. It changed me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like just curious, like, person. what changed in your life? Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Everything. Like, were you married <laughs> at this point? Um, When I found the Lord, no. Yeah. You were not? No. Okay. Um, Okay, well, yeah, so I, I do want to say everything, right? But, like, to start, like, what changed for me was, like, the tradition trajectory of my life and obviously I didn't know it then but like in mm-hmm. retrospect right like mm-hmm. I see how literally where I was headed really mm-hmm. changed mm-hmm. Um, and then my perspective of life and my heart mm-hmm. and yeah. how I process my own thoughts and then also like my tongue um, like my tongue and like like what it craved you know like the things that I just like allowed myself to have like no longer like tasted good yeah at mm-hmm. all like literally i'd be like coughing or like it just didn't taste good i'm like okay i guess not mm-hmm. and how i spoke too like so again just with my tongue like i spoke i like said so many bad words like when i look at my texts or like chats or whatever skype chats with bobby my husband from before i met the lord i'm like who why those words are like literally not necessary to the context of this whole thing mm. so like that also like really, so really he changed. did see the change in you though bobby correct? yeah yeah did he say anything oh, about it like whoa like what the heck happened to you you're very um, different <laughs> no because it was 
gradual and then we were getting we were planning to get married and so i kind of the time you guys were dating yeah so we were like dating long distance and then there was like a time when we were like gonna like really getting serious about marriage then i had to like tell him like Mm. hey jesus is my first love now Mm. and i'm really praying about you and i don't know where you stand but if you can't accept god in our lives Mm-hmm. then I can't be with you. Wow. Well, and, like, that was actually How do you of, feel about that? Yeah. <laughs> um, he was actually like, well, I, I actually believe in God. And I was like, what? This whole time. This whole time? We've never but discussed, never discussed, never discussed it. it. And, like, obviously, so this is, like, a whole other story on its own, right? Yeah. But yeah. Um, he believed in God, and he, like, told me of his belief. And I was like, okay, I guess – well, so I obviously, like, kept praying about it, and I was, like, a baby, baby Christian, so I didn't really know all these things, but I just remember, like, being so stressed about, like, the whole yoke and the unyoke thing, and, like, mm-hmm. really just lifting that up to God, and I was, like, God, I still don't get it, right? Like, obviously, I know you want me to be with somebody who has, like, the same faith. I'm not sure about his faith, but who am I to also judge his faith? Like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening, um, but if he's not the one for me, then don't let us get married like make this visa process really hard like there's a long way before i have to leave but i'm willing for this to end completely if he's not the one for me and Mm. he made the process so easy (laughs) like it was crazy i was so scared actually because that's a big ask but yeah but yeah so cool it's neat that he got to experience that change in you too to like witness that yeah, Jesus did for you, I right? Know, and it's, it's kind of spoke to his journey too, right? Yes. To see that change yes, through. Yes, definitely. It's I'm sure a lot funny. of people were affected. I mean, your parents, like your yeah. friends yeah. from the past, like they probably saw such a change in you. Like this is a different Mika that we, we've never known. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know. There's like so you many interview things, them like, and say. hear all about us. No, <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny because then there, you know, there's a bunch of friends from like that really dark part of my life that I haven't really you know spent a lot of time Mm -hmm. with now like I'm here in America it's like just so I don't know it's I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And you're going back in November, And I'm going right? back in Oh, I was going to say, you're hear. going back. Is this your first time? Yeah. Oh, wow. So that would be exciting. cool. <laughs> yes. Are you all going or just you? Like no, Bobby me, Bobby, and, and Bodhi. Okay. That would be awesome. I know. I can't wait to hear all I'm that. excited for it. Yeah. I was very anxious about it, honestly. Like, And so therapy very much helped. Good. That was like mm-hmm. one of the things I needed to like bring up because it's supposed to be a trip that i'm like excited to go sorry this is not we're off tangent right. but that's all right yeah we're just gonna you know? have you come back on and hear all about it yes <laughs> yes but yeah i was supposed to be excited for this trip to go home but i was like very nervous about my past life like oh my right. gosh like right i am very renewed now right. like, i'm a different person now what is but how amazing for them to see that yeah like in and person. ask the You're, questions yeah. like yeah. where is your hope and where is this yeah. joy coming from yeah. what has changed you so i think the lord will use this trip yeah cool okay nicole, <gasps> okay, nicole. same nicole. question well, it didn't change immediately. It's not like I saw something or felt something different immediately, but I started to feel convicted. I started to feel like God starting to change my mindset. I started to feel like I wanted to be more like Jesus, and I wanted to surrender my life to him. I wanted to start um, being more kind and loving, and I wanted to make those choices. Yeah. And, I mean, for me, it was uh, when I started fearing him and started to realize that 
I was not in control of my life and that I didn't have it set forward for me that I knew I needed to like follow someone else and their mm-hmm. will and then that made it so much easier for me. I don't even know yeah. if I'm answering the question right. No, you are. Yeah, it changed you. great. And did <laughs> would you say like people around you saw that change in you? I feel like yes. I feel like people noticed. Did you have your husband at the time, or yeah, with we, him at least? Yeah, we were dating, and I was away at college. But I feel like it was a slow and gradual thing for me. But I didn't feel like I had like this drastic change, you know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I felt like I was always kind of that person. Mm-hmm. But now I was feeling convicted of things that I wouldn't have felt convicted for mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense, yeah. but that's. Definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's you know, good. and like my mindset, mm-hmm. for example, like driving, I would make excuses. Now I would say, oh, that person is cutting me off because they might be having a baby right now or they need to get to work or I'm stuck in traffic right now because maybe God doesn't want me to be, you know, 20 feet farther because a car was going to come and maybe hit me. I, don't, I just started to like see things in a different mm-hmm. view and I not get angry or frustrated yeah. about things yeah. that maybe I would have before. Yeah, like awesome. it's different from a self-focus to others' focus. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I have like three questions here. Okay, you ready, ladies? Mm-hmm. Here's the first. And uh, would you say life is perfect and easy now? And how does doing life with Jesus help you through the difficult times? And how do you keep your faith strong now? Yeah, like now that you've accepted mm. Jesus, life is perfect okay. now, right? Nothing goes wrong, yeah, right? It's like, easy peasy lemon squeezy. No. So that's kind of the question. Like, the first question, it's obviously no. not, right? Somewhere. No, not So perfect. how do you keep yourself strong through all this? <laughs> um, wait, and then your second question was, well, yeah, how, how does it, it help me through hard How times? does Jesus yeah. help you through the difficult times? Uh, keeping my faith strong, I try to surround myself with other believers because mm-hmm. that is so That's important. So good, Nicole. That and is. being in groups like this MOPS group has mm. been a blessing. Doing Bible studies every morning, I try to um, get into God's Word and mm. I pray and I do a little devotional. So those things try to help me start my day. Yeah. But then throughout the day, I try to just continue to focus on Him through all of everything mm. I can, each moment yeah. as possible. Mm-hmm. And um, in fact, sometimes when I'm in the car, I'll be praying and I'll be talking. And when I finish the conversation with God, I'll press the hang up button on my steering wheel thinking I was just <laughs> oh talking God, to him and finished. <laughs> and I, I do it a lot. And I'm like, so it's almost like I'm actually on the phone. That's so you well, like do life with him like daily. Yeah, like yes. he is yeah. with you and you like turn to him and like have a conversation and talk about things. Like I yes. think that's how God wants us to do yeah. our day with him. Yeah. That's awesome. I was just talking to the girls about this because um you know going to the church every sunday is a great thing but think about like your best friend would you guys be tight if you just saw Mm -hmm. them on sunday no like (laughs) Mm -hmm. your friend wants to hear from you every day and they want to hear how life is going and do life with you like daily Mm -hmm. that's what jesus wants he wants to hear from you daily Mm -hmm. and be have time with you so i think that's important cars and showers are the best times (laughs) i've been specifically convicted lately that my body and my life are his so everything i do i need to do as if i'm doing it for him so this has been a major revelation for me as i'm still constantly learning so new to me is that even eating and doing household chores are serving him Mm. and i'm Mm -hmm. struggling with that because every little thing i do i'm doing it as if i'm doing it for him Mm -hmm. and so that has been helpful to me yeah Yeah. well i also 
sorry go ahead well I was just saying even like the task of doing things that's like I don't know like sometimes I'll just ask the Lord a question and then I'll go do laundry or something and he'll answer me in it Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's just this task of like doing something and then like being in tune to him Mm -hmm. and spending time with him in my daily Mm -hmm. like chores because I can think as I do yeah I had one time I was like when they were all like super tiny and I was feeling like I wasn't doing enough I wasn't being this good Christian doing stuff for the Lord but because I was like drowning in babies (laughs) (laughs) um and I had I wish I knew what the sign said but like your sweatshirt like motherhood is your ministry um so probably those listening and other like we can be overwhelmed and like when am I supposed to like serve at the church or do but like no, motherhood is a ministry. Yes, <laughs> you is. are serving the mm-hmm. Lord by raising your children yes. and raising them up to love Him. So and ministering to the women around you in the yeah. same like mothering. Like yeah. I think there's something about like how mops and like how we can come together and like minister to the people around us because we're all going through the hard thing and we can all connect in that and encourage Mm -hmm. each other and love each other and say you're not alone like I think there's such beauty in that because I think sometimes women think oh I need to be up on a stage or doing this or leading a bible study or and I'm like no you God will use you wherever Mm -hmm. you're wherever you're at Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's in that little that relationship with the woman next to you that he is he is changing her heart and working through you and so Yeah. And like that's needed too, because if we were like all up, then yeah, <laughs> who's going right. to be there ministering to everyone? Yes. Like yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so Mika, in your story, you shared a little bit about past and things that you yeah. struggled with, and I'm just curious what you would say to someone who feels like I've done way too many horrible things for Jesus to love me or to save me. Mm, that's a good like, how question. would you speak to them? Mm-hmm. Um, like, what advice would you give to someone who feels like, I'm not good enough for Jesus? Yeah. Um, well, I guess first I would tell them that I know how they feel. And I know it sounds like ridiculously impossible. Um, but the God who chose to create you, just as he chose to create, like, the stars, the sun, you know, the air that we breathe, or the birds, that same God created you in his image. And he sees the sin that he has allowed on earth. Mm-hmm. And he knows what you have gone through. Mm-hmm. He's also literally, or he has literally been with you, keeping you alive this mm-hmm. time. And he just needs your heart to be ready to accept his love for you. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to force that on you. And another thing, too, is like the purity before that first really bad thing ever happened to you like it's still yours and it's it's ours like over and over and over again when we choose to live with him and in him and like through him awesome Mm -hmm. i'm (laughs) reading through the bible right now and i'm just like if jesus can love anybody yeah it's just amazing like how many times these israelites get it wrong and i'm just like guys (laughs) he doesn't care (laughs) he doesn't care If you, gosh, I mean, the Bible is just full of people who get it wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and Jesus fills and each one of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And mercy. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm thankful you shared that story. So others struggling with similar situations can feel that freedom that you feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. yeah. Nicole, in um, 
when you shared your story, I think there wasn't a dry eye in the room um, when you shared about your mom um, passing way too early and, um, and how that was a big um, and hard moment in your life. And uh, so I just would love for you to share with people who have gone through something that felt really unfair um, and that was really hard uh, for you as growing up. Like, what would you say to them, like, in the hard part of that in their lives? Um, and how did you get through it? Yeah, that's a big question. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, first, I'd like to say for anyone who's going through something hard or is hurting or in pain or has went through something hard, that my heart goes out to you. Even in the midst of hardship, God is there. He cares about us, and he loves us, and he wants a relationship with us. We're not meant to do this alone and or on our own. So in my testimony, I mean, if you watch it, you'll see, but I shared the words from the song Scars from mm-hmm. I Am They. They'd say, because without them, I wouldn't know your heart, mm-hmm. and with my life, I'll tell of who you are. So the words of the song have resonated with me recently and even in the past too, that when I hear the words of the song, Scars, I am reminded that I could choose to curse God for the pain and brokenness that my mother endured, or I could be thankful for the everlasting life that she received. The scars remind me not of the pain that she was experiencing, but of the beauty and how the scars transformed her, Hmm. to be thankful for them and to see the beauty and how God is working in her life. So even in the midst of pain and suffering, I realize that we need to have an eternal perspective. Mm. So truly, I'm not only just thankful for her scars, but because her scars caused her to surrender to Jesus fully. And I'm just thankful for her scars, but I'm also thankful for Jesus's scars. Mm. Because without them, we wouldn't have salvation. And it is through Jesus's sacrifice, resurrection, and grace that through our faith, we can be saved. And so some people will say that, I think believe it's a saying that says something like, God will never get you or give you anything you can't handle. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't agree with that. I think that things happen in our lives. Sometimes they're big and sometimes they're scary and hurtful. But ultimately, it causes us to lean on and trust God and build a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. It helps us to recognize our need for a savior and a king. And God is good even when we can't see it or feel it. Yeah. Yeah. And he promises he'll be right there with you. Mm -hmm. Like, he'll never leave your side. He's there. Mm -hmm. Well, Uh, and I think you mentioned it early about your perspective changing. And then you mentioned how it just made your outlook on life more positive. Mm -hmm. So I was talking to a friend because this was something she was struggling with because she's had cancer. She's had miscarriages. Like, all of these things. How can all of these things be from a good God, you know? And I was just like... um, and so like, speaking of perspective, like interesting, like you can say, well, Jesus healed my cancer. Mm-hmm. I am now cancer free. Right. Or and as far as like the miscarriages, I mean, that's just that's mm-hmm. hard to rectify as it is because mm-hmm. no one. Um, but we live in a fallen world. So, you know, sin, hard things are going to mm-hmm. happen. But I just, you know, try to change your perspective and think like, OK, well, now you can actually say when a woman is struggling with that, like, I get it. 
Mm-hmm. I understand, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like they need people to come alongside and do life with yeah. them and you can for them, mm-hmm. you know, like, so just like switching that perspective and let, instead of like, why did this happen to me? Okay. It happened. What can I do with it now? Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like yeah. using it for good, mm-hmm. even though it's not a good thing. Our hardships can be our ministry to mm-hmm. the people yeah. around us. Yeah. It can be our encouragement to mm-hmm. them. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, so once you've asked Jesus in your heart, they say he says he's going to do life with you, right? So how do you feel like Jesus has come alongside you in your walk since? Like, do you feel like he's doing life with you? Do you feel his presence? Like, how do you experience him day to day? Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that just got me so excited. Um. Well, I feel like where I'm, wait, oh, there was so many questions. Sorry, I just, like, how do you experience him day to day? Like, how do you do life with him? Um, Well, I don't think I got to answer the other one of, like, how you are in faith now. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll kind of, like, put that together. together. Mm -hmm. I spend, like, so I've been in this relationship with God for, like, seven years. And it's obviously been different, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I had more free time when there was no baby, and now there's a baby. But something that i've seen that's like similar and that has been very oh like i don't say helpful but like so very important in where i am now and my faith with god is like literally spending time in his word mm-hmm. the amount of time changed throughout the years but spending time in his word and then like i also have like the U version bible app because mm-hmm. you know we're always on our phone anyway so like right. When I'm on my phone, I always try to go there first, like when I wake up Mm -hmm. and I want to like check my Gmail for whatever reason. (laughs) I like go to the um, version app and I do devotionals with people or by myself. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like that app is like a great way to connect with other people too, like Hmm. especially Mm -hmm. moms. So like, really? Yeah, I've been doing that way. How do you do that with a a mom? Like. how do you, um, you do group I was plans. like, she's done yeah. some plans. Oh, so yeah. you, you yeah, do like plans plan. with your friends instead um, of by yourself. Yeah. And okay. you, you comment you on could, each yeah. other's oh, posts and stuff so you can cool. see their thoughts okay. on that. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I was actually thinking we should do one together. We but, should. Um, <laughs> yeah, like stuff like that. Like, hey, I feel like God's been leading me to like spend time with this person, but we're obviously both moms. So like, yeah. let's have a play date, but let's do a devotional together. Love it. Yeah. So I love doing that. Obviously, worship music. It's like a favorite thing in our house like mm-hmm. Bodhi loves listening to like blessing offer or like any elevation worship music <laughs> so that's always going on um and prayer like a lot of quiet time mm-hmm. and community mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. bible studies with other women has always been yeah. a thing so like right now like with a baby i've been um i just finished doing the seamless bible study from the chapel which was super awesome and i just feel like for me stuff like that helped me keep accountable like Mm -hmm. there's like this base there's Mm -hmm. a group that i go to and then i have like devotional time every day and i usually do that during bodhi snap time um and then you know as i mentioned like the bible apps and stuff like that but yeah it's like really just being accountable with my relationship because i don't know i think barkley you mentioned earlier like it's a relationship you don't just become best friends with someone and not spend time with yeah them. not spend mm-hmm. time with yeah. them so i really find it so like it's really so important for me to spend time with god or else mm-hmm. like i'm just gonna be 
a person in this world saturated by all these things <laughs> that the world gives me <laughs> like you know, like yeah yeah because it's just throwing things at mm-hmm. you and like yeah. i know i should like there are things that like we're all in different you know thing seasons in life mm-hmm. god's like doing all his he's doing his thing <laughs> in yeah. each of us we all have mm-hmm. our thing and like the world's just giving us all things and mm-hmm. you know when i spend time with god like he, he points out like no no like t- this this month or like today i want you to not do that thing let's <laughs> yeah. not focus on the thing or like for example let's say shopping shopping's not a sin right right but like if that becomes like your main focus every day like oh what can i get for my family what can i get yeah and it's like normal to the world mm-hmm. that you get things for your family like that's good that you're caring for your family but like if that's the main thing instead of like god how can you use me today period yeah mm-hmm. and, then it, and then it's not good mm-hmm. so yeah that's like just seriously spending time with god and people who like support that mm-hmm. i don't know what the question was anymore yeah. i'm just gonna okay. ditto everything you just said yeah. <laughs> and then i might just add on um a small a couple small things that like throughout the day my small prayers just mm, every yes. little bit of part of my life when i i don't know when my kids wake up cranky i don't know like god give them peace today help them to get through their day mm-hmm. I, when myself same thing just all throughout my day every little thing like god here I am in this moment. What do you want me to do? What what what's your plan for me right now? And How you're can finding you? he's showing up and yes. Yes. doing that with you, right? Yes. And you feel his presence, mm-hmm. and and I feel like he's answering me and guiding me and helping me get through these things. And some, I mean, I, I could tell you an example. One time, my son woke up in the middle of the night and was having night terrors. He was like freaking mm-hmm. out, crying, screaming, sitting up and he's staring at me. And I was like, God, I nothing was helping him. I was trying to wake him up. I was trying everything I could, and I'm like. God, right now, I need you. I need you just to give him peace and help him to just have rest right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding you. It was like instantaneously, all of a sudden, after a while of trying to do it myself and trying and trying and trying, he just went to sleep and was fine. Stopped crying, mm-hmm. opened his eyes maybe one or two more times, but no more night terror. Mm-hmm. And so like these little prayers, mm-hmm. truly, I, f- I feel like I see God answering them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, little prayers. I love those too. And because he's just always there. So it's mm-hmm. just so nice. Like even folding tablecloths, like the last time I did it for, for mops. Yeah. I was sick, right? So I was like, oh my God, I have to do this. And then I like saw them and I was like, you know what? I'm doing this for God. So I was like folding it. I'm like, good. I don't want to do this, but I'm doing this for you. <laughs> and it felt so good. It's like, Mm-hmm. Ah, life is just so much better when like you know the one who created everything's got your back yeah you know, we'll yeah. be good in yeah. time yes well and i just feel like it's those mundane things that you feel like aren't pointless but he wants to be a part of each mm-hmm. of those pointless mm-hmm. things and just do life with you so we just started the chosen mm-hmm. and i've been watching it with my 10 year old and it's, i've been wanting to but is it okay for yes 10? it's so okay. good and i'm like it's jesus doing like cutting his food it's like him mm-hmm. going and getting his food it's him going mm-hmm. to sleep in his tent and he's like praying to the <laughs> father and mm-hmm. i'm like it's just i'm like huh here like lord know, yeah. and here you are doing like Cutting your food. Little little (laughs) things that we do every day. And I just, I'm like, there's something beautiful about those folding the laundry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, you know, just the menial things that we do for our families. There's beauty in that. Even when I decorate for like the church, sometimes I know this sounds strange, but I'll, I'll be like moving a flower and I'll be like, Lord, 
do you like this here? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and I know it sounds silly, but I'm like, I'm doing this for you. So I'm like, do you like this? Because that's that's who I'm, you know, mm-hmm. doing this for. And it's yeah. just like beauty because it's like I'm asking him to join me in this. Like, mm-hmm. come do this with me. And I want to do this for you. Mm-hmm. And so like, does yeah. this make you happy? Yeah. Does this make you like feel loved? Because I love you, you right. know, and I don't know. So yeah. I just think life is hard. You know, mm-hmm. and hard things are going to mm-hmm. happen, whether we know Jesus or not. And he just doesn't want us to do it alone. Right. And obviously yeah. you can surround yourself with things that make you happy or people you feel like make you happy. Mm-hmm. But at some point they're going to let you down, mm-hmm. you know, and there's only one person mm-hmm. who won't. Right. Mm-hmm. And why not do life with him? Right. You yeah. know, and you're not it's not going to be perfect afterwards, but at least you'll never be alone in those feelings and your perspective changes and your outlook on life and it just yeah. it's a whole lot better to do with him than <laughs> not yeah and i feel like if you really are willing to grow too because then you know like life doesn't get any easier no. right and Mm-mm. he like allows challenges and like sickness he allows like sin to come in but then if you're just willing to grow and like willing to even get closer and deeper with him mm-hmm. and you use those challenges to grow and like it's just like so much more beautiful after like you mm-hmm. go yeah. through the thing yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah if you're like going through something hard and just try to tell yourself like I don't know what's going on right now but someday I'll look back and mm-hmm. it, like the amazingness that will come from that like something will am- amazing will come from that like yeah. he doesn't do anything for nothing to come out of like there's purpose to everything mm-hmm. so there's just a, think like what is that purpose it's yeah. gonna mm-hmm. be amazing there's a quote that I read recently and then I actually posted it, it said um Sometimes when you're in the midst of darkness, right, you feel like you've been buried, Mm -hmm. you could actually Mm -hmm. have been planted, right? So you Mm -hmm. could see the good out of the darkness eventually. You just, in the moment, you may not. Yeah. Mm. Yes. 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 That's me. I see it now. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember as a kid, like, you know, we watch the Disney movies, and it's like, and they lived happily ever after. And I just remember growing up thinking, okay, I'm going to get married, and I'm going to live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, as you get older, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is not true. <laughs> this is way harder than I ever expected. And it's like the realization, like, hey, it is really hard, but, like, he's with us. He will be in the struggle. He will be. He's never going to leave our side. And there's an eternalist perspective here to look at Mm -hmm. outwardly. Like, what is, like, the bigger picture in this? Like, we can get so, like, focused on the the hard and the, like, myself. And and it's just so hard. But it's, there's a bigger picture to all of it. So. Yeah. And if you're paying attention to the world at all, it can feel very hopeless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. I'd much rather live in hope than hopelessness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and he will bring that. But. So I want to end in this. Uh, yeah. Mandy shared this, our CEO of MOPS International. And I just think this is such a great thing about MOPS. And so it says, sharing about Jesus happens in all sorts of ways through words, acts of kindness, or simply sitting across from someone and really hearing what they are saying. Regardless of how we communicate, our message is simply that Jesus offers an alternative way. The way things are now isn't the way things always have to be because the good news of Jesus frees us from the guilt and refreshes us, refreshes our assumptions about what a good God acts like. And so we love MOPS because it's a way that we can also share in the hard, but mm-hmm. the hope that we have in Jesus. Yeah. 
So thank you both for sharing your stories and having courage to come onto a podcast and not only share in front of mops, but then also share on the podcast. It's been great. We appreciate your vulnerability and being here with us. Mm -hmm. And maybe we could reveal a little secret to end our talk today. Oh my goodness. This is a very (laughs) cool secret. This has been a secret, but there's been a lot of prayer that has gone into this for, I would say, maybe the last three years. Yes. Of yes. what to happen with mops in the coming years. Because I hate to say this, but we, we're old. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have babies anymore, so it doesn't really make sense for us to be at mops so much. <laughs> so we've been prayerfully looking for someone to hand the torch to for a while. And so the ladies in the studio, Nicole and Mika, are taking over we're handing <laughs> it off ladies they're our next coordinators for um this next coming up year and, and we so... might have to share that story sometime because god was even in that and might have changed some minds along the way so we're yeah, just appreciative that is, that is true. That is... we'll have to share that story when we have time but um but mika and nicole have both agreed to coordinate our mobs group next year and we're mm. so excited so, excited. <laughs> so stay tuned for that story <laughs> thanks for listening see you later bye bye <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. A quick reminder that the opinions discussed are solely the opinions of the individuals and do not necessarily represent Mops International or the chapel. If you wouldn't mind liking and subscribing to our podcast, it would mean so much to us. If you're feeling extra generous, even give us a little shout out or review. We love doing this and with your help, we can continue to do so. So thank you in advance. Also feel free to follow us and give us some love on our Instagram page, the Chapel Mops After Party. The Chapel Mops After Party is proud to be part of the Mops Podcast Network. There is a group of moms who get you, need you, and are here to remind you that you are never alone. So find your mom village online or in person at mops.org backslash find a group.